1: Shouldn't say even the studios. Normally, I. is between three different candidates that we have here. The three different candidates that we have are Governor Gordon. He's the first one in the gubernatorial debate, of course. And then there is the Democrat candidate. And then we have a Libertarian candidate. Now, I'm just curious to see if you know. Do you know, can you name the Democrat candidate for governor? Okay. No, you can't name the Democrat candidate for governor, can you? Most people can't. Can you name the Libertarian candidate for governor? Did you know that there was a Libertarian Party in Wyoming? Most people don't, but there is a Libertarian Party in Wyoming. Okay, but let's go back again. Yes, there is a Libertarian Party, and they do have a Libertarian Party candidate. But did you know that that candidate was running? All right, so here's what happened last night. There was a Wyoming PBS held a debate last night, a governor's debate, the three candidates running for governor's state of Wyoming. Now, if there was actually a contest going on, if you knew who the Democrat was, and if you knew who the Libertarian was, or even just the Republican and the Democrat, and it was actually a race, everybody in the state would be watching it. In fact, it might have even made national news. But, again, do you even know? No, I don't think you'd I, nobody knew that these other candidates were even running. So let's go back again. Three candidates running for Wyoming governor gave their perspectives on how they believe the election should be altered. yada, yada, and talks about this is from Cowboy Day Daily, the story that I have here. And uh, it, it goes through the different kind of topics, the election rules, uh, revenue sources, charter schools were discussed, and there's a whole bunch of other medical issues were discussed and a whole bunch of other issues. In fact, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and grab a new tab here. And I'm going to go to the Wake Up Wyoming, my own website, the Wake Up Wyoming website. And I put a story up there. So you can go ahead and take a look at what my opinion was and what some of the topics were there as well. But also so you can see what the debate was. Because if you missed the debate last night, you can go ahead and watch it. I'll tell you right now. It's not worth your time. I'm sorry to say that it isn't worth your time, but it's not worth your time. Here are the candidates that are out there. A Republican, of course, Mark Gordon, the Democrat, Teresa Livingston, and the Libertarian for Governor, Jared Blades. Three candidates running for Governor of Wyoming. Mark Gordon was good enough to show up. I don't think he needed to. He could have just ignored this debate and nobody would have cared. Now, as I do this radio program, uh, Mark Gordon has uh, been on this program a couple of times uh, as a candidate for governor. All right. The Democrat candidate for governor in the state of Wyoming, again, I, I even forgot her name. And I hate to say this. I am not trying to be mean. I'm just being very straight about this. The Democrat running for governor just does not look good on camera. She needed to make sure that she was uh dressed nice maybe had her hair done whatever she just did not physically look good and she needed to pay more attention to her appearance i know that sounds really mean but that's Teresa liverson she's never come on this program before not like she hasn't been invited okay i went looking i did find a website for her i know she's done some campaigning talking to constituents out there but okay She's out there, but nobody knew that really she was, except for maybe a few Democrats that she's talked to. Now, let's go to the Libertarian candidate again. My beliefs most coincide with Libertarian candidates, mostly. Jared Blade, Jared Blades, that's his name. He's with the Libertarian Party here in the state of Wyoming. And as is always my complaint with the Libertarian Party in Wyoming, first off, try to find their website. Good luck with it. Try to find Jared's website. Good luck with it. I don't even see that he has a website for his campaign. I don't see it anywhere. I went looking for it. I can't find it. I couldn't find any social media that he's running for governor. He must have it somewhere. Not like uh, he couldn't have come on this program at any time, but he never did. So if you want to take a look at who's running for governor in the state of Wyoming, uh, Again, they had a debate last night that you didn't know about, and nobody else really did. I looked this morning, about 649 people have clicked on the debate on Wyoming Public Media, which you can through the story on the Wake Up Wyoming site. You can click on and watch the debate yourself. I'm sorry to say the other two candidates don't come across looking or sounding good at all. Gordon, of course, he's used to being on camera, so he really did look like he need he needs to be in that position compared to the other two they made him look really good you can watch the debate but i would say it's pretty much not worth your time how is it this morning that i could find anyway only one news organization covered the debate last night how is that possible that we have a gubernatorial debate in the state of wyoming and only one One news source in Wyoming covered it. Even our own newsman in Cheyenne, who's very switched on to Wyoming news, didn't even know it was happening. 617, Wake Up
0: Wyoming. But never boring. Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Join the show at 888-97-Woods. 6.23
1: 6.23 is the time. It's Wake Up, Wyoming. Yep, that kind of confused Okay, loop back there. That confused me. Wake Up, Wyoming. All right. So <laughs> I have to worry about something called a mix minus here, which means I can hear myself back in. And there's a little bit of a delay there. So I got to turn that down. All right, Miss Mary and I are working on the volume a little bit. Hopefully, you hear everything just fine right now. All right, we'll get into phone calls in just a bit. Also, she let me know that we had just start I just started the program, and that's when the feed dropped out. I'm in Cheyenne, Wyoming, right now, in my old office, which is now a storage closet, by the way. So, forget the glamour of radio. I'm basically broadcasting from a storage closet right now. But hopefully my volume is now set and we're back and running. What I had open with real quick, so you know, we do, I'm waiting on word, We're breathlessly waiting. So Liz Cheney made a motion to subpoena Donald Trump for the January 6th committee. And Trump at some time this morning is going to respond to that. We'll see. All right. Also, Nancy Pelosi, also known as the Wicked Witch of the West, says that she hopes that Trump shows up because she wants to punch him out. And and she said, like, physically, punch him out. Oh, I would pay money to sit front row and watch that match. I think we all know how that's going to go down because she's going to throw a punch, and and it's going to set her off balance and she's going to fall down all on her own. Trump doesn't really do anything on that. So there's that. Also, there's election interference. White House admits to trying to get the Saudis to delay production cuts until after the midterm elections. And then it's okay if your gas prices skyrocket again because they're already in office. Oh, we'll get into that. But now I'm taking a look at there was a gubernatorial debate last night here in the state of Wyoming. It was the, of course, Mark Gordon, Republican candidate. And there's the Democrat candidate. Can you name the person? And it was a Libertarian candidate. Can you name the person? exactly i have a story for you up in the wake up wyoming site the only reason i knew about it and i really pay attention to wyoming politics i mean obviously is because cowboy state daily did a story on it wyoming public media who ran the debate didn't even have a story on it this morning maybe they will later on today now iady john is it possible because we've already settled it back during the primaries and the answer is well yeah we already know who the governor is going to be. These other candidates, I can't even count as serious candidates. On, did you even know, some of you didn't even know there was a Libertarian Party in Wyoming, but there is. Did you even know there was a Libertarian candidate? Can you name him? Right. Okay, have you ever seen an ad for the Libertarian candidate? Uh, even a yard sign anywhere. I haven't seen or heard a thing. I do this radio show where people like this are invited on all the time. Nobody has shown up. Nobody's called back. Nobody's tried to contact us. And the same thing with the Democrat candidate running. Nobody's tried to contact us. You would think if they're running for office, they would want to be on a show that's heard statewide. No, nothing. So I can't take them as serious candidates. So everybody in the state of Wyoming already knows how this is going to go. Mark Gordon was good enough to show up for the debate last night, even though he really didn't have to, because we cannot take these candidates seriously. I can't anyway. So, all right. What do we do? I would, If anything, I know they're not listening right now. It's too early in the morning for them to get out of bed. I would love to say to the Democrat Party and to the Libertarian Party and the Constitution Party here in the state of Wyoming, If you guys want to really be a political party in the state of Wyoming, you're going to have to get more serious about this. First off, you actually have to put up candidates that can be taken seriously. The Democrats in this election cycle have not put up any candidate that could really be taken seriously. They they really haven't. There's nobody out there who I can look at and say, "I I can listen to you and take you as a serious, not just candidate, but person. I have no idea how to take a Libertarian candidate, and I most identify with the Libertarian Party. But I can't, I I really can't even take the the Libertarian Party in the state of Wyoming seriously. I, I just can't right now. Because, well, again, try to take a look at their social media. Try to take a look at their candidate websites if you can find one. Good luck even finding one. I don't think you can. So there's other political parties out there. I've heard people on occasion say, we need a third party, not just in Wyoming, but across the nation. And my answer is, well, it's more than just we need. There's plenty of parties out there. We don't need a third party or a fourth party. There's loads of political parties out there. But they're really not serious About running anyone for office or getting your attention. That's why in the state of Wyoming last night, there was a debate for governor. And most of Wyoming, the vast majority of the people of Wyoming, did not even know that the debate took place. All right, I'm going to keep watching for, as we go through this morning, I'm going to keep watching for uh, any news on uh, uh, what former president trump is he's going to show up at the january 6th committee and testify he's going to make a statement on that in just a few minutes we're coming up on 6 30 so we're going to roll into news time just a moment from now right after news it's going to be an update on your weather forecast
0: with glenn woods did you just hit the snooze really this is am 10:30 k2 radio
1: at time. Wake up, Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. Now, just to let Miss Mary know, that sounds good on my end. Whatever we did there, just let me know if you're hearing me okay. We're just trying to get some problems resolved here because as I'm talking, I was getting a lot of delay on my end, which you can imagine can be very confusing. But on my end right now, everything just sounds just dynamite. I sound like a radio God uh i got you happy that helped okay good so we're all good here so real quick back to the topic i was on before mary i just did it again let me explain to everybody what i just did <clears throat> on my right hand side i have my ipad my tablet which i'm reading a bulk of my stories from i split between two computers just because it makes it a lot easier mostly on the two computers but also visually for me right the ipad of course is touchscreen. And so I'm going scrolling up and down and looking at things on my touchscreen. Then I look over and Greg from Cheyenne wrote me a note. So I want to scroll down to see what Greg wrote and that's over here on my laptop. And I go over to touch the screen to read what what Greg wrote. But it's not a touchscreen on my left-hand side. I keep, every time I'm here doing this, I I get so used to doing the touchscreen, I reach over to the screen that's not a touchscreen and try to touch it. Or I'm typing on my laptop and I reach over for the keypad on the iPad, which doesn't have one because it's total touchscreen. So, <clears throat> anyway, hi, Greg. Greg says, Ben Pien, who's running as the writing for governor, will probably garner more votes than the Libertarian guy. I agree. What he's talking about, if you just join me. There was a gubernatorial debate last night here in the state of Wyoming. Did you know about it? Most people didn't. Yeah. We already know that Mark Gordon has it. He didn't need to show up for the debate, but he did. Oh, uh, our newsman in Cheyenne reminded me that there was a debate for a house of representatives and harriet hegeman didn't show up yeah there were other candidates there are other candidates running for that office harriet hegeman didn't show up for the debate but then again she didn't need to she's so far ahead it's kind of pointless to show up for the debate for her she's already got this And actually, I don't really blame candidates for that. If I am running a race for an office and I am so far ahead of my competition that nobody even knows that they exist, why would I debate them? If I do, then people know that they exist. So I would just not debate them. I talked to a gentleman one time. He was really, really upset that our... uh, one of our senators here I'm forgetting which one it was at the time here uh was not going to debate him and i I shrugged at the other candidate who was a Democrat, and said, "Well, I kind of understand why i mean you're not even making a showing in the public i mean you you barely even show up on the radar screen for anyone. Why would he bother to debate you? then he's acknowledging that you exist." So Governor Gordon did not have to show up to that debate last night, but he was good enough to do so. Still, most people don't even know that the debate happened. All right. Uh, let's see. Sounds good. Normal. I almost did the touchscreen thing again. That was good. All right. Uh, in Fort danger. Oh, this is good, Rhiannon. So the Wicked Witch of the West says that if Donald Trump shows up to testify in front of the January 6th committee, she wants to punch him out, physically punch him out. I would pay a lot of money to sit front row and watch that. Rhianne in for danger said she'd break her arm just moving to throw the punch. To poor drunk Nancy Poo. Yeah, that's about right. I agree. I don't think she would stand a chance. She would try to throw a punch and she would fall off balance and hit the floor. Here's a story. We have got to watch this. This is from AP News. I always have to edit AP News because, well, it's AP News and they're not just biased, but incredibly inaccurate. But okay, former President Donald Trump angrily lashed out Wednesday, calling the nation's legal system a broken disgrace. After a judge ruled he must answer questions under oath next week in the defamation lawsuit, Lodged by a writer who says uh, he raped her back in the 1990s. Everybody's going after Trump. There's that story. But then there's also the story about it was actually Liz Cheney who is the one who suggested that Trump testify in front of the January 6th committee. And, of course, Trump calls the entire January 6th committee thing just a fraud and a hoax and so on. And if he's going to testify or not, I have no idea. He's supposed to make some kind of a statement later this morning. As soon as he does, I'll let you know what that is. Jim and Casper on the debate thing. We didn't know about the debate or so because uh, news on K2. Oh, I see. Okay. It's not just them, Jim. It's It's not just that news organization. Across the state of Wyoming, I only found one news organization that covered the debate. And that was Cowboy State Daily. The debate was held on Wyoming public media. And they didn't even have a story up on it this morning. Maybe they will later this afternoon. But right now, even though Wyoming public media carried the debate, they didn't even have a story on the debate this morning. And I had to find it on their YouTube page. I had to sort of dig for it. That's how important the debate was to Wyoming. 642, Wake Up Wyoming. Good morning there. Soggy Morning
0: Porch Paper. You need Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio.
1: 648 is the time to wake up Wyoming off we go. To talk to Frank Cambino about sports, uh so Frank, I came up with an interesting conspiracy theory this morning, a new twist on it.
2: Oh, okay. And usually conspiracy theories are not interesting. Yeah.
1: Well, this one, see, normally you hear about conspiracy theories from people in Wyoming. Yeah, I wanted conspiracy theories about Wyoming. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So the first one we have to get rid of is Wyoming doesn't exist.
2: Well, it's here. I've been here every day for 35 years, so I I, I can tell you that right now.
1: Well, one of the big clues from people who live outside of Wyoming is they've never met anyone from Wyoming. Oh. Yeah, so that's why they think that the state maybe doesn't exist. Okay, next one. Wyoming is full of cults. Well, I'm,
2: sh- I'm sure there's a few somewhere in the remote regions of the state. Yes, yes
1: there actually are, but it's very small groups, and there's not many of them. Although there is a video game called The Last Part of Us, which is sort of a doomsday cult apop- uh, okay. post-apocalyptic theme. Okay. Yeah, that makes people think that there's an answer. Okay, here's one that drives me absolutely nuts. People in Wyoming are not well-educated. In fact, we're listed as one of the least educated states.
2: No, we're pretty smart here.
1: Yeah, I would say, and not just because I have met many people here who have college degrees and so on, but I also toss away the idea that a college degree is necessarily a sign that you're a smart person. No, you can have street smarts. I know plenty of people who went off and got a skill and make far more money than someone with a college degree. Is money everything, Glenn? Yeah, exactly right. I mean, they're happier, they make more money, yada, yada, yada. I don't know. And no, they they didn't go to college, so what? They have a skill that set them up for life with a great salary and pension besides that. Digging so, ditches. Well, and welders and electricians. Well, that part, yeah, but what yeah. about the ditch diggers? Well, they're important, too. You got to have ditches. Somebody has to do it, right? Okay, where uh, Wyoming is full of Bigfoots and UFOs. Okay, I am very sorry to report, Frank, not as many. I as would, you might think.
2: I, I would probably would say none until they then until yeah. they appear on live TV.
1: Sure, but I mean, as far as the reports go,
2: oh well, they're
1: not really reported all that much in Wyoming. I'm not,
2: sorry any, not anymore. They must have moved yeah. or something.
1: And also, uh, I'll go ahead and solve the mystery. Port Danger is really uh, in existence, but we're not sure if it's a CIA outpost or a Men in Black outpost or both.
2: I, I would say both.
1: Okay, go with sports.
2: All righty, and there's another round of high school football statewide today, tonight, and tomorrow in Casper. There are two games, and the big one will have seven and O Sheridan at six and one, the Tron at six p.m. tonight. That's an interesting game to the Max with playoff, seed, playoff seeding playoff seating implications in Class Four A. Eh? The other game in Casper, Kelly Walsh at one and six hosting four and three Thunder Basin. Cheyenne East at six and one will be at Winless Cheyenne South. Laramie at one and six will be at Rock Springs in Three A. Douglas at five and one will take on Rollins, and Two A Glenrock at one and five will host. Newcastle Burns at three and three will be over in Wheatland in one a six man Midwest on the road tonight at Matizzi. The Oilers are three and three and tomorrow KC at four and two will host Hewlett. We'll have all those scores as they come in uh, today, tonight, and tomorrow on WildPreps.com. Wyoming Cowboy football team has this week off. They will host Utah State a week from tomorrow in Laramie at 7:45 p.m. In the NFL, the big game coming up on Sunday will have the Buffalo Bills with former UW quarterback Josh Allen taking on Kansas City. Both teams are four and one. The Denver Broncos were at two. And three. They'll play the Los Angeles Chargers on Monday night. In high school volleyball, the top rated team in 4A, Kelly Walsh, remained unbeaten with a three sets none road win over number three Cody. 25-12, 25-23, 25-19. Today, Laramie will be at the Trona at 4 p.m. Tonight, Thunder Basin will host Cheyenne Central and Cheyenne East will be at Campbell County. In high school cross-country, the 4A West meet with the Trona. Kelly Walsh and Laramie will be in Afton this afternoon. Cheyenne will host the 4A East cross-country meet at the North Cheyenne Community uh, Park this afternoon. And the state high school cross-country meet will be at Wyoming Indian High School a week from tomorrow. In Major League Baseball in the playoffs, first in the American League, Houston over Seattle 4-2. So the Astros lead that series, uh, that best of five series, two games to none. Jordan Alvarez with a two-run homer for Houston. Today in the American League, Cleveland will be in New York for game two of that series with the Yankees leading one game to none. In the National League this afternoon, Atlanta will be at Philadelphia with that series even at a game apiece. And tonight the L.A. Dodgers will be in San Diego to uh, take on the Padres. And that series is even at one game apiece. That's in sports for now. Uh,
1: just completely non sequitur topic here. While I was telling you about the story a moment ago, an ad popped up that shows a picture of Dolly Parton. Oh. Remember, remember her song, Jolene? Yes. And she was worried. She actually wrote it because she was worried that a woman was going to steal her husband. Okay. In real life. So you've seen Dolly Parton, of course. What exactly could any other woman bring to that contest? More hair? I, that's about all, unless he likes more hair. Yeah, I more hair. Rich, talented, more money? attractive woman. I mean, yeah, how are you going to have more money than Dolly Parton? Good luck with that. Uh, pretty good voice, too, right? Yeah. All right. Thank you, Frank. Yeah. Coming up on some local business we have to take here. In a Rollins news time after the national local update on your weather forecast, Open Phones.
0: She posted about
1: 706 the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. It is a Friday. Glad you made it. All right, Triple Eight right. Woods, the phone number. That's 88897-WOODS. If you haven't heard Former President Trump, uh, it was it was Liz Cheney who suggested subpoenaing him to arrive at the January 6th committee and testified. Now, former President Trump, at some point this morning, is going to release a statement on that. He hasn't done that yet. Meantime, Wicked Witch of the West Nancy Pooh said that she wants to punch him out. Yes, yeah, she wants to punch Trump out. Which case, I would pay to see that. My thought is she would throw a punch and throw herself off balance and just hit the floor, and Trump wouldn't have to do anything. Rianne in Fort Danger says she'd break her arm just moving to throw the punch. Poor, drunk Nancy Poo. Then, let us see, it was uh, Doug and Cheyenne. The biggest problem Pelosi would have is which Trump she would hit. She sees two of them. Guess she'll just have to hit both of them. <laughs> of course, again... Uh, That does mean she's at the bottle a little bit much. So we'll see how that fight works out if it happens. So there's that that we're waiting for this morning. Also, I did mention earlier this morning for those just joining me, there was a gubernatorial debate last night in the state of Wyoming. Yeah. Governor Gordon debated the Democrat and the Libertarian candidate. Didn't know about it. Don't worry about it. Was it the reason why not a single news or except for Cowboy State Daily, not one news organization covered it that I found anyway this morning? is because, well, that was already decided who the governor was going to be during the primaries, and the other candidates have not either of them put up a serious effort to run a campaign. So that's just not going to happen. I just We already know who. It, it, you can go ahead and watch it. I put the video up on the Wake Up My Own website. If you want to amuse yourself by watching the debate, I think the other two candidates ended up just coming across looking just really, really Bad in this thing. Also, let me grab this story real quick here. Um, Election interference. I think this is an important one that needs to be brought up since we are in the midterms. White House admits trying to get the Saudis to delay production cuts on oil until after the midterms. Yeah, this is, let me see, get some of the, uh, There's okay, there's documentation from the White House and, and from the Saudis on this. We have documents here. So, quote, the White House pushed for uh, the head of the Saudi government, I can't even pronounce the guy's name to use, its weight in OPEC to delay production cuts for a month until after the midterm elections, which the Democrats are facing serious challenges. In other words, they don't care if your oil, gasoline prices, basically go through the roof after the midterms are off they just want to hold the prices down while they can as low as they can even though gas is still high and creeping up story says the government of the kingdom of saudi arabia would also like to clarify that based on its belief in the importance of dialogue and exchange of views with allies and partners outside of opec regarding the situation in the oil markets the government of the kingdom clarified through its Uh, consultations with U.S. administration that all economic analysis indicates they're going to continue doing what they said, which was cut production. Biden administration Thursday had asked Saudi Arabia to delay OPEC vote to cut oil production again until after the midterm elections. Quote, we presented Saudi Arabia with an analysis to show that There was no market basis to cut production targets and that they could easily wait for the next OPEC meeting to see how things developed. So, okay, is that trying to rig the elections? I'll let you just let you figure that out. What do you think? Is that trying to rig the elections in this case? You get just to decide that for yourself. But it's interesting to me that they don't care what happens to your gas prices after the elections let them go through the roof because they've already won they're already in office all right just keep that in the back of your head as you're heading toward the ballot box if you haven't voted already that is oh and keep in mind that there was a gubernatorial debate in wyoming last night you didn't know about it because it really didn't matter all right next story i have i'll go back to cowboy state daily for this this i thought was an interesting story the headline Wyoming EV or electric vehicle road trip hell, Cheyenne to Casper in fifteen hours. What? An, an exper- this guy, his name is Alan, experienced at driving his electric vehicle around Wyoming. A former resident of the cowboy state, he now lives in Colorado, but has taken many road trips in his Nissan Leaf. One thing he learned is that a road trip in an EV is much different than a traditional gasoline-fueled vehicle. He says it was very difficult. For example, it took 15 hours to get from Cheyenne to Casper. That was his first trip. And this wasn't back at the beginning of the EV days either. That was May 2022. A month later, he was able to get the time down speedily relatively to 11 hours. To put the trip in perspective, that's 178 miles going the speed limit. It's at less than a two-and-a-half-hour trip, which, by the way, I make that trip on a regular basis. I travel around Wyoming all the time, but I go between Casper and Cheyenne. Of about two-and-a-half hours is what it takes. Federal government recently, the story says, approved a plan that would provide money to build EV stations every 50 miles as it's now getting wide-open spaces, and Wyoming has a lot of wide-open spaces, in case you hadn't noticed that, it really does. Now, my objection to that, as you've heard all along, is, you know, let the free market decide that. If we're going to have electric charging stations, it's because there's a market for it, not because it was subsidized. The experience of driving EVs across Wyoming, the story says, has been such a unique adventure, this gentleman wrote in a book titled On the Trail, Electric Vehicle Advice and Anxiety. Charging electric vehicles is very different from filling up with gas, the story says. There are three levels of chargers that power up different types of EVs at different rates. None of them are as fast as filling up at the pump. Now, for those who say, well, it can take you hours to fill. Actually, no, there are electric vehicles that can charge a lot faster than that. Depends on how much you want to pay for how fast of a charger. On his first EV trip. From Cody to Colorado in his Nissan LEAF. He charged up in Wellington, Colorado, just north of Fort Collins. He used a Level 3 charger at a public gas station charging station, uh, and which can juice up an EV in like 10 to 30 minutes, depending on the number, a number of factors. And that includes temperature, things like that. It wasn't enough charge to get all the way to Casper from Cody. So he drove 30 minutes to Cheyenne where he could pull into a Nissan dealership and charge up with a level 2 charger. At that level, it took about 10 minutes worth of juice for every hour he was hooked up. uh, To get the battery back to where it was when he left Wellington, he uh, had to charge for three hours. He said, what I've learned from driving is patience, he said. The 30 miles he added to his range after a few hours, well, Theoretically, gave him enough charge to get to Casper. The problem with is EVs, the drivers have to factor in hilly terrains, winds. In other words, I had watched a, a video, which I thought was a really interesting video a while back, where some people had decided to tow. In fact, I told you guys about this a while ago. They decided to tow a vehicle. So in other words, they owned an electric truck, pickup truck, and they were going to tow something like a fifth wheel a camp or something like that. And these electric vehicles do not do well when towing something. That really pulls down their charge a lot. So if you're driving up and down hills or heading into stiff wind, that really affects. Okay, It affects you as well in a gas-powered car, but it affects the electric car a whole lot more. Also, temperature does as well. To be on the safe side, this gentleman pulled off in Wheatland to use the 220-volt plug-in at the RV park. So I could sit there for two hours and get enough charge to get to Casper, but but just barely, he said. He was on 1% battery when he finally pulled into Wheatland. On the electric road, the story says, he tried to stop at motels where he could stay on the first floor and run an extension cord out the window. In some cases, they have to plug in for block heaters and so on. Those... Charges uh, for cars about 5 miles per hour range. Let me say, overnight, he could get about another 40 miles if he, if he stayed overnight. The, charging that way, because you know, plugging in that way is not an official charging station plug in. It doesn't quite work the same. It doesn't charge as fast. The fear of draining the battery before getting to the next opportunity to charge up is what EV owners call range anxiety. I'll talk about that next. Hang on, because this gets. If you think this was interesting, even more interesting. seven sixteen is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming.
0: Use the chat on the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app and get your opinions straight to the studio with K2 Radio.
1: Wake up, Wyoming. My name is Glenn Brooks. Thanks for joining me. Okay, this gets really interesting here. For those just joining me, Cowboys Day Daily does a really great article here about a gentleman who lives in Colorado. He wanted to go from Colorado to Cody and back, and just getting from Cheyenne to Casper, which is a two-and-a-half-hour drive in a gasoline car, in his Nissan Leaf took him almost 12 hours. My, and it goes through all the reasons why. Now, my sister, who's in Lake Wales, Florida, Two and A two-and-a-half-hour trip taking 12 hours, your whole vacation would be just sitting and charging at uh, charging stations. They better be exiting in places with yummy food. Yeah. Now, Deb has a good question. portable Deb and Casper, what does it cost to charge? The answer there is, yes, charging stations do charge to charge. Okay. The price to charge an electric vehicle right now is just a little bit more than charging... This is Glenn Woods. The episodes of Social Justice Warrior needed a little bit of explanation. Because, let's face it, the woke movement needed a superhero. So in episode two of Social Justice Man, or um, whatever we're going to call him, can't be gender-specific, you know. You get a little bit more of an explanation sorry, as to what your Social Justice Warrior really is. dropouts here uh, uh, from time to time. And Miss Mary's suddenly jumping in with fill-in or something like that because of uh, this. Uh, so I'm here in Cheyenne, Wyoming right now, and speaking of uh, electrical systems, on a couple of occasions here, our little box here just drops out right in the middle. So I was talking about deplorable debt. What does it cost to charge for a electric vehicle? Yes, they do charge people to charge their electric vehicles, and they're really not saving any money. And actually, it would be cheaper to, buy, to drive gasoline, except gasoline prices went so high. But it's still cheaper to drive gasoline right now but just barely okay so uh let's get back to the not easy being green part this is a gentleman who went to drive his vehicle for uh, just he was just going from cheyenne to casper which is supposed to be a two and a half hour trip it took him about 12 hours the fear of draining your battery before getting to the next opportunity is what ev owners call range anxiety and by the way there are things that will drain your battery really fast I mean, really fast, like towing something or driving into heavy wind. Welcome to Wyoming. Driving up a hill. Those things really drain a battery bad. The 40-mile range, the story says, that gentleman got uh, charging overnight would probably get him to Riverton. But looking at the winds and the distance, he had some anxiety about doing it. Just to be on the safe side, he drove the Nissan dealership for a couple of hours of charging so he wouldn't get stranded. He managed to make it to Riverton, where he pulled off into a Hampton Inn that offers car charging. After a few hours of charging time, he was ready to head up into Wind River Canyon. He said, I barely made it to Cody. They have a lot of work. This is what they want to push on us to take over. They have a lot of work to do on these vehicles. I'm not going to say electric vehicles are all bad. Uh, If you were to step on the pedal, you would find immediate response. I mean, just immediate response. The moment that you step... I mean, it's really impressive how how much torque you get out of this engine. And there's very little to go wrong in an electric engine. There actually is very little to go wrong. There are some positive aspects, but they are not green by any means. They're not sustainable, and they're not zero emissions. This gentleman, oh, Aaron Turpin, an automotive writer and EV proponent and Cowboy State Daily contributor, said he had a Kia electric vehicle that would take 2.5 days to charge to full. Yeah, with a level one charger, standard residential outlet. A larger vehicle like a GM Humvee EV would take more than four days at that level at a home charging station. He now has a 220-volt outlet installed in his garage that takes him up to a level 2 charger, which charges overnight. But, again, you ought to see his electric bill on that. Public charging stations are level 3, can uh, charge up to 80% in about uh, 10 to 30 minutes, depending on your situation. That last 20% takes longer. Most of the 80% happens pretty quick as that last 20% that it struggles to load up on. There are also many other considerations, such as the type of plug for the vehicle. You mean they're not universal? He said that even a 220-volt outlet is uh, used to charge a car. The time also depends on what else is running on the same circuit. So, in other words, if you're charging your vehicle, you might want to turn off your dishwasher. How many appliances are you running in your house? Yeah, you got to take that in consideration because if you turn everything in the house off and charge your vehicle, then you'll get a faster charge. So you don't want to do this during the day, probably when you're doing stuff, so, probably overnight. Yeah, this isn't looking to... I would like more of this information to get out to the general public because all you hear is how wonderful these vehicles are. And they talk about all the good things, but they don't bring up any of the bad things. Because there are no bad things. Oh, no, these are clean, sustainable, affordable, reliable. And like as I said before, none of that's true. Zero emissions. No, they're not. Toxic to create, toxic to dispose of. Now, those people in the electric vehicle industry have been making a lot of headway in solving these problems, although these solutions haven't hit the market yet. And I'm really interested to see what's going to happen with solutions when it comes to uh, pulling things. Like, again, if you have a trailer behind you, going up hills drains your battery like you would not believe. Driving into the wind, that happens in Wyoming, really drains that battery like you would not believe. There's a little bit more to this story that I'll touch on right after we get through the news and information break. We're coming up on 730. We got some local news coming your way. Update on your weather forecast. I'll finish this story out. And then we'll go talk to Don Day about your weekend weather forecast, which is actually supposed to be pretty nice. Let's wake up, Wyoming.
0: Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Join in at 888 97 Woods.
1: 736 the time for Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. Okay, I usually don't spend so much time on one topic, but this has really gotten a lot of interesting response here. Great story. Cowboy State Daily. Have to give them credit for this. Gentleman who wants to drive around Wyoming. He has an electric vehicle, Nissan Leaf. Isn't doing so well. He's just not doing so well with it. He tried to drive from Cheyenne to Casper. It took him 12 hours. not all electric vehicles are this bad it depends on how fast you charge depends on what kind of charging station you pull up to there's variables temperature things like that but right now the most reliable vehicle is of course the gas powered vehicle right so uh O'Leo in casper cold weather drains batteries true that's a problem hauling things drains batteries like towing uh, a trailer and driving up hills will drain your battery more heavy driving into a heavy wind will drain your battery more Joe and Cheyenne, in regards to the electric cars, a towing company could make a lot of money if they suggest they specialize in towing electric cars. There's a sucker born every day. <laughs> uh, oh, Chet I'm not. No, I'm not turning off my coffee. No, what that's in response to is uh, if you have uh, an electric charging station in your home, which is not the fastest charging stations. Those take overnight, if not more. They suggest you turn off as much as you can in your house, because the more appliances you have running, the larger, the longer it's going to take to charge your car. Sent by Miss Mary. Posted this on Facebook story a little bit ago. What a beautiful morning to struggle with technology. <laughs> that I think is Miss Mary. Is that re- in response to the problems we're having this morning? Because I think this is really funny. Let me describe this to you. This is not really on the topic here. This is just, I just think, fun. And this, I put in my book, The Uncomplicated Life, as to how you see things and how you want to handle things. Other people would get mad. I find amusement in stuff like this. So here I am in Cheyenne, Wyoming. I'm in my old office, not in the old studio, but in my old office which is a smaller office, but I really loved it, and I had decorated it really nice. And it has a back door that goes into this hallway, which I could use as an escape route to sneak out if I ever wanted to. I never did, but I liked having the option, right? I just enjoyed having a secret exit. Okay. it's—I've been a while since I've been here broadcasting out of uh, Cheyenne, and so they've turned my office into a storage room. So if you're thinking how glamorous radio is, I'm in a storage room, okay? That's what they've turned my, That's how much they love me and miss me. They turned my office into a storage facility. Now, besides that, here we are doing a pretty good show, getting a lot of great response from you guys. Got some good topics going this morning. And every so often, the connection drops out because I'm sending through this box I call the tricorder because it looks like the tricorder Spock held on Star Trek. The tricorder connects to Miss Mary, at our home studios. <laughs> Every so often, the tricorder just drops out. We have not been having any problems with this until we started this show this morning. Let's see what else is going. Oh yeah, outside the back door here. In this, this is an old building in downtown. And so there's asbestos in the building. Oh yeah, that's great. So they've decided to get rid of the asbestos. So there's work going on right behind me. So I hear through the door that I could use it as an escape room. Instead, they have plastic hanging up all over the place. And I can hear the workmen over here. Uh, They're banging on things, moving plastic and asbestos around and speaking Spanish. And it's right through the door behind me over here. This is my morning, (laughs) which is fine. You see, you could get mad about things like this, but why? I'm just having fun with it. I mean, I'd, I'd rather look at life that way. All right. Real quick, to wrap up the story about the electric vehicle. Again, Cowboy State Daily has a story. It's a great story. System bailout. The state would receive about $26 million over the next five years to build charging stations along the highway and interstates. Level 3 charging stations would need to have their own dedicated circuits. That's really where the trouble is happening because it's hard to get dedicated service for that. The plan the Wyoming Department of Transportation submitted for charging stations requested 11 exemptions to the guidelines the feds required relating to long stretches of highway in Wyoming that I guess they just don't think exist out here. I'm not sure. Most of the charging stations will be in the middle of nowhere or at rest stops. And just try to get the proper power settings for that. So the gentleman who has the electric vehicle I'm talking about here, it took him 12 hours to get between Cheyenne and Casper, said that to really make EVs work in Wyoming, charging stations need to be tied to other service stations like gas stations and also near convenience stores and restaurants. So I walked up to one of the charging, uh, it's a sporting goods store, Spent a hundred dollars on some clothing and went over to Kentucky Fried Chicken while waiting for his car to, to charge up. Now, again, this is—I know I keep saying this—but I'm going to go back to what I said before. My main complaint with this is if the technology was good and everybody wanted one, we wouldn't have to subsidize it, right? So don't subsidize it. Seven forty-two. Wake up, Wyoming.
0: Hey, you're getting ready. It's on air, online, and on the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app. Be part of the show at 888-97-WOODS. This is K2 Radio. 746
1: to time. Wake Up Wyoming. Off we go. everything's gone well. Let's talk to Don Day from Day Weather. Uh, Don, I got great gas mileage driving to Cheyenne. Well, I'm glad that the wind was good for something. Yeah, it really was, yeah. Okay, so now, on my way back, which will be Saturday, am I going to lose a lot of gasoline trying to drive back through all that wind, or is it going to be calmer? Well, calmer. I don't think
3: calmer is a good way to describe it. Let's say there'll be less wind, but you'll have a little bit of a headwind, but... The winds aren't going to be as bad as we get into the weekend as uh, they've been over the last couple of days, especially in the far eastern counties of the state, where yesterday, you know, we had a lot of areas, 40, 50 miles per hour. Um, They'll be gusty today, but not as strong this weekend.
1: Okay, so now temperature-wise, I'm still saying the temperatures have just been delightful. Light coat in the morning, take that off by the afternoon, life is good
3: yeah and that's really how it's going to be through the weekend we are going to be just a hair cooler this weekend we have this cold front sneaking in from the northeast as we get into late tonight and tomorrow there's going to be some clouds with it some sprinkles with it uh we're going to just be in the 50s this weekend but the average highs this time of year for most areas are upper 50s anyway so uh really not that far of a deviation from where we should be this time of year and uh I think after some clouds Saturday, mainly east of the divide, sunny skies will be found statewide on Sunday. Going to be, considering the time of year, another nice weekend.
1: So we get into next week. Are you going to be bored again?
3: I'm going to be um, extremely bored. Uh, okay. There is there is literally nothing of any consequence between Monday and Friday of next week. They, we still All have right. this log jam. Uh, the log jam does start to break by next weekend. So next weekend... Things start to will change. Whether or not it's a big change or a little one, I can't tell you right now. But at right. least through Friday, there's nothing going on.
1: So I would say uh, turn over the weather forecast to Mark Hure and uh, just go on a little uh, vacation here for a couple of days. Why should you have to deal with just the same thing day after day? Let your underlings do that.
3: Okay. Well, I, I'm not, I'm not going to argue. Yeah.
1: Okay. Right. Have a great weekend. Appreciate it. Bye. Well, why not? Why should he uh, have to put up with giving the same old forecast day after day? Off we go to talk sports with our sports guy, Frank Gambino. So I would just assume being a sports guy, Frank, you just love beef, right? Oh,
2: Italian beef. Okay. Italian beef sandwich with hot peppers or sweet peppers. You know, oh, oh, man. And you just kind of marinate that stuff all day long and you are good to go.
1: Wyoming, here's a headline for you. Wyoming football fans could win a freezer of beef. Really? How? Uh, so it says, uh, okay, do you want to win a freezer full of beef? Yes. Duh. So next time you tailgate, post photos and send it to hashtag WYBeef. Okay. Wyoming football fans who post uh, the best will get, someone will get a freezer full by the end of October. The Wyoming Beef Council is promoting this. This is a great idea here. Now, what do they consider to be a freezer full of beef? How big is your freezer? Well, uh,
2: my, mine is not. What, what I'm thinking is it's got to be about four foot long and three foot deep. I, and I don't have a freezer okay. like that. So so, <laughs> so, so, so here's the thing: I would win a freezer full of, of beef, and I don't have a freezer. Then I have okay, to find now, a freezer, uh, is, and then I can I can I can split it with somebody. And say, you know what? If you, you you can have half the beef if you if you just store it.
1: Okay. I would I have to go check a little more into the story here. So, I don't know. Do they provide the freezer? And then if you did win like a mega freezer full of beef, what are you going to do? Put it in your living room, Frank?
2: Well, if you ha- you'll, you'll need a garage.
1: And then you'll have to For, buy a house to go with this. Well,
2: yeah, yeah, so so the whole freezer full of beef is going to cost you about 400 grand. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, so, so, but anyway, uh, so there's a video of this. You can go go to our Wake Up Wyoming website. You'll see the whole story. Wyoming Beef Council established. Oh, 1971 is when they established to educate people on Wyoming beef. And so, according to the Department of Agriculture, there very few states have had any kind of contest like this over the years. So it's just going to generate. I'll, and you have to be, by the way, a Wyoming Knight. And I wonder what kind of tailgate party. I guess you would have to be UW. I don't know if that's a rule here or not.
2: That 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 would be my guess because that, that is the biggest okay. tailgating we have, although I see a lot of folks tailgated yeah. at high school games
1: too. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Okay. Well, just go tailgating, I mean, obviously, right, and then go ahead and send those to WY Beef. Hashtag wybeef, beef and then see if you get A freezer full of meat if you Don't have enough freezer for all of that Frank and I will help
2: yes you can say And then we can go to your house Glenn and say
1: Where is the beef yes I have a grill for that Go with
2: sports. Alrighty in high school football. Plenty of it statewide today, tonight, and tomorrow. In Casper, there are two games. The big one will have seven and O Sheridan at six and one. Natrona at six PM. That's going to be an interesting game to the max with four A playoff implications. The other game in Casper tonight, Kelly Walsh at one and six will host four and three Thunder Basin. Cheyenne East at six and one will be at Winless Cheyenne South. Laramie at one and six will be at Rock Springs. In three A, Douglas at five and one will take on Rollins. In two A, Glenrock at one and five will host Newcastle. Burns at three and three they'll be at Wheatland and 1A six-man Midwest on the road tonight at Matizzi. The Oilers are 3-3. Three and three. Tomorrow KC at 4-2 and two will host Hewlett. And when those scores come in, they'll have them all on YOPreps.com. The Wyoming Cowboy football team has this week off. They will host Utah State a week from tomorrow in Laramie at 745 p.m. In the NFL on Sunday, the big game will have the Buffalo Bills with former UW quarterback Josh Allen taking on Kansas City. Both teams are 4-1. and one. The Denver Broncos at 2-3 and three will play on Monday night against the Los Angeles Chargers. In high school volleyball, the top-rated team in 4A, Kelly Walsh, remain unbeaten with a three sets to Nunro win over number three, Cody, 25 12, 25 23, and 25 19. Today, Laramie will be at Natrona at 4 p.m. Tonight, Thunder Basin will host Cheyenne Central and Cheyenne East will be at Campbell County. In high school cross country, the 4A West beat with Trona, Kelly Walsh and Laramie will be in Afton this afternoon. Cheyenne will host the 4A East a regional and cross country at the North Cheyenne Community Park uh, later on today. And the state cross country meet will be at Wyoming Indian High School a week from tomorrow. In the Major League Baseball playoffs, first in the American League, Houston beats Seattle yesterday, a 4-2, so the Astros lead that best of five series, two games to none. Jordan Alvarez with a two-run homer for Houston. Today in the American League, Cleveland will be in New York for game two of that series, with the Yankees leading that game that series one game to none. In the National League this afternoon, Atlanta will be in Philadelphia. That series is even at a game apiece. Tonight, the LA Dodgers will be in San Diego with, a, uh, with that series even at a game apiece. In rodeo, the Cheyenne Frontier Days event is a finalist for the PRCA Large Outdoor Rodeo of the Year. The Powder River Rodeo Company uh, from, Hank, uh, from Hank and Lori Franz and out of Riverton is one of five finalists for the Stock Contractor of the Year, and those PRCA awards will be handed out on November the 30th in Las Vegas. That's it in sports.
1: Okay, so I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what we're going to do with a freezer full of... Do you tailgate, or do you just well, uh, crash tailgating? Please?
2: Yeah, I crash tailgating, yeah. So for, the first thing no, got to okay. do is let, let's house it. Second f- f- right. f- f- thing we need to find is who's going to cook it. Third, well, And oh, even, well, and even prior to that, who's going to prepare it? And then, how many yes, meals yeah, are have we having? Okay. Because if I have you got that, I'm at is, i, I uh, I'm at your no, house every no, I day. I have a
1: friend of mine who who will. have a friend who's really great at preparing meat and cooking and so on. He even has a smoker, so I mean, he will do a great job for us. That's not a problem. It's the storage. So you got to take care of the tailgating part. I'll take care of the storage part, and my friend will cook it for us. Deal. Good. All right. I'm up on local news. Update on your weather forecast. Oh, national reason. Toss it in there, okay. Open phones, of course. It's Wake Up My It's time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Bud Woods. Thanks for joining me. It's a Friday. And I'm glad you made it. Triple A 97 Woods, the phone number that's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. It's open phones. You can talk about what I'm talking about, change the subject. Okay, so a story, the first lead story, all I have is a little bit of a follow up, <clears throat> which is kind of funny. So here's Liz Cheney on a January 6th committee saying Donald Trump needs to testify. Uh, okay. So Trump said he would respond. He sent a letter, but all he did was reiterate everything he said about the committee so far. He has not said whether he will show up or testify or not. I have no idea if he's going to do that. Meantime, the Wicked Witch of the West, also known as Nancy Pelosi, or as I like to call her, Nancy Pooh, she said that she hopes Trump shows up because she wants to punch him out. In which case we were debating earlier this morning does she throw a punch and fall over uh does she not know which trump to hit because in her drunken haze she sees two of them <sighs> i don't know but i would love i will pay top dollar to sit front and row and watch that matchup just fine just got done reading the story you'll find this on cowboy state daily about a electric vehicle owner who was just going from cheyenne to casper Actually, I had the number wrong. It took them about 15 hours to do it, and why? Yeah, they have a lot to fix with those electric vehicles. By the way, Jeep mechanic, a guy in Casper, writes me this note, and I'm going to do this. This is a brilliant idea. I don't know if you've done an episode of the Social Justice Warrior with an electric vehicle. Issues like the charging stations or the Tesla catching fire. Okay, now, this is a great idea social justice warrior that character does not have his own version of the Batmobile does he no he doesn't now so (laughs) to write an episode of the social justice warrior where he tries to get a vehicle his own version of the Batmobile and he has problems charging it it catches fire it can't tow anything He finds out that it's not a green vehicle at all. He winds up at a charging station, like the one in Wheatland, where he thinks it's zero emissions. Yet right behind him is a coal-fired power plant providing the electricity for his electric car. But it's a zero-emissions car. Yeah, That's going to be... I haven't written a Social Justice Warrior episode in a while. That's a brilliant idea. I'm going to do that. All right, some of the other topics I have for you this morning, and you can interrupt me at any time. Find by me, 888-97-WOOD's phone number. That's eight 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 ninety seven woods Or like a lot of people, like our friend Jeep mechanic there in Casper, he is uh, sending me a note off of the app. He just hits the text or the chat button on the app and sends me a note. So you can do that, too, with the Wake Up Wyoming app. All right. Oh, and did you know I asked this question first thing this morning? Did you know that there was a Wyoming gubernatorial debate last night? Well, there's a Republican candidate for governor, Mark Gordon. There's the Democrat candidate for governor. Can you name the person? Do you know who that person is? And did you know that the Libertarian Party has a candidate for governor? Did you know who that is? Did you know that Wyoming had a Libertarian Party? Some people don't. There was actually a debate last night on Wyoming Public Television with those three candidates. Mark Gordon was good enough to show up, even though he didn't have to, because he's so far ahead of those two. Combined, they don't have enough votes to beat him. If you want to see what the debate was, just for your amusement, you can go to the Wake Up Wyoming site and go ahead and watch that debate. But it's just like you like you would imagine. the, the two The candidates that the Democrats put up and the Libertarians put up... Or not even worth being on stage. And I hate to say that about anybody, but that's just the case. It's just not even worth being there. All right. Um, which one here? Is that a hard way to go? Facebook. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's go to Facebook real quick for this story. There's so many things that I like to do as I get close to the weekend. Uh, cleaning the house so you can enjoy your weekend. An article I found. Facebook is the biggest spreader of misinformation. And once again, show of hands who's shocked. Nobody. It is no secret, the story says, Facebook prunes and prances while bragging about its commitment to countering misinformation. As a free speech fanatic and admirer of the First Amendment, this author says, I'm regularly appalled by how freely the company suppresses news and opinions that it does not approve of. The most famous case, of course, suppressing the hunter biden story and there's even the hunter biden story uh in and this is a uh, new york the new york post put out a hunter biden story a while back a lot of you are, are familiar with this and facebook would not really allow the spread of that story a story which turned out later to be completely true but facebook just did not want to let that story out It's a great article that I came across this morning, which shows a load of information that uh, Facebook and Google and YouTube and Google and YouTube are the same company at this point, that they are out of anybody in the country, a purveyor of misinformation, not just suppressing information, but they promote a lot of things that are flat out misinformation. That's a good article that I found on the hot air blog earlier this morning. So there's that that I'll probably go through in more detail a little bit later on this weekend when I have some time to really sit down and dig into that article. Let's get back into Wyoming real quick here. And again, I'm just kind of jumping around to different stories to sort of house clean. So the new Wyoming Secretary of State, who's a temporary guy until the election time, he agreed with Chuck Gray, who was, is probably the incoming Secretary of State, that we should get rid of ballot boxes in the state of Wyoming because other states have had problems with them, and while Wyoming hasn't had a problem, well Chuck Ray doesn't, and and our current our temporary secretary of state they don't want to see the problem anyway. So get they asked counties or this our temporary secretary of state asked counties, could you get rid of drop boxes? Headline, and this one from the Laramie Boomerang. Albany County will continue ballot drop boxes. County clerks across Wyoming received an unexpected request from the interim secretary of state. Carl Allred last Friday, he sent a letter asking them to consider discontinuing the use of ballot drop boxes in the current election. Seven counties in Wyoming provide ballot drop boxes as a method for absentee voters to return their ballots. So Albany County is one of them. The county will continue to use the ballot drop boxes to avoid disruptions in the voting process, says their local clerk. Allred took office October 3rd. Of course, he was appointed temporarily after our uh, last one uh, stepped aside, resigned. While Buchanan had previously encouraged use of ballot drop boxes during the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, Allred raised concerns about their security in his letter. And I think those are some legitimate concerns again georgia had some problems with them. quote i'm mindful of the fact that there has been no issues reported with the use of bot- drop boxes in wyoming but that does not alleviate the potential for abuse or destruction of the ballots fire or other means so in a response to the all red uh, request the uh, secretary for the uh, Laram- or albany county said that the county has already mailed over 2,000 absentee ballots to electors and has informed them that the ballot drop boxes are available for you. So they're going to go ahead and thank you for your stating that you do not wish to interrupt the cause of confusion to the voting process. That's already in progress in our counties, basically what they said. So they're going to go ahead and continue to use those drop boxes anyway. I'm not offering an opinion here. I'm just letting you know that's what's going on in the counties. And we'll see when we get our new Secretary of State, which ought to be Chuck Gray, If we continue to use those boxes or not. By the way, those people who wanted to strip the secretary's office of power like this over elections, that failed so far. Any attempt to strip the secretary office in the state of Wyoming of these kinds of electoral powers has failed in the state of Wyoming at this point. We'll see if any other... Legislation is offered up between now and the next legislative session. Eight sixteen. It's wake up Wyoming.
0: woods more stimulating than that first cup of coffee. This is AM ten thirty K two radio.
1: Time to wake up my Thanks for joining me. Well, send me a text, which you can do through the Wake Up Wyoming app by hitting chat. Greg and Cheyenne, your social justice warrior would have to be a passenger in an electric vehicle because he can't afford to buy a car. Unless, Greg, our social justice warrior found some lame excuse either to get a subsidy or free stuff, which I'm sure he can do. Don in Laramie writes, one, Nancy Pooh still, if she's going to fight Trump, like she says, she wants to punch him out. Would still need a mouth guard in her fight with Trump if she took out her dentures out. Two, the social justice warrior has trouble getting Barbie stickers off his electric car. Hmm. (laughs) Kind of like that. Oh, uh, that's not bad. Miss Mary says, I figured it would be his mom's car. (laughs) So, wait a second. But he doesn't tell mom. Yeah, he's not, he didn't get permission to borrow mom's car. <laughs> he just took the car. <clears throat> and he's out there trying to fight crime with it, which is just not. I can see him trying to chase down a criminal, and he slowly starts running out of charge. <laughs> and so the criminal gets away, and then the car catches on fire. Oh, no, no, we, no, this episode is going to be written. There might be more than one episode of this. Brilliant idea all right let's go to Evanston, Wyoming. This kind of caught my attention. Just look at the headline City council Evanston Wyoming revisits resolution concerning home kitchens. Okay, I really wanted to know why is a city government really involved so much in your home kitchen senior planner addressed the city of Evanston council for the second reading of a resolution that would amend the city's code to allow more than one kitchen in a dwelling unit. Did you have any idea that you would have a problem putting the second kitchen in your dwelling? Why is it any of the government's concern, a city council's concern, how many kitchens you have in your dwelling. I want to know the answer. Well, maybe it's in the story. Let's find out. Quote, since there were questions last time concerning the wording, I have given a copy of the alternative revised definitions highlighted in yellow, he said. The one we gave you at the first reading are printed ones highlighted above in yellow. We're attempted to simplify the wording of the definitions to answer your concerns. The proposal reads, the following definition changes would permit additional kitchens in a dwelling unit Without increasing densities in residential neighborhoods. What? The new proposed definition for dwelling unit is the same as the original, only an additional end at the end follows. Dwelling unit, one or more rooms in a dwelling or portion thereof used and designed and intended to be used for capacity by a family or group living together as a single unit described in Section 24-17 of the Evanston City Code, including permanent provisions for living, cooking and eating, sleeping stations, and containing one or more kitchens. The definition for kitchen is completely different from the original in the City Code and simplifies the working the new proposed definition for kitchen reads as follows. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> and the, let me, let me just stop here for just a minute. Look, one of the things that I often complain about when it comes to government is we allow these people too much time to sit around and do stuff like this. And, and this is what they do. This is why uh, it's not just the state of Wyoming. Okay, uh, it's also your county and your city government. I would really have them, if I could do it my way, they rarely get a chance to meet. And even then for the most important things, because if you allow them to meet constantly, this is what they get into. So now they're going to define a kitchen and how many kitchens you can have in your house. And and then they have to, what is exactly a kitchen? Because if you went into your bedroom and put a microwave in there, is that now a kitchen? If you went into your bathroom and you put a microwave and a hot plate and a coffee pot in there, is that now a kitchen? You could make the argument, right? Okay, so here's their definition of a kitchen. Kitchen, that portion of a dwelling unit devoted to cooking or preparation of food for the purpose of consumption by residents of the dwelling unit. Well, I'm glad they cleared that up. The presence within any food preparation area of a ventilation hood, gas stub, 220-volt electric outlet, or wiring, or any combination thereof together with a refrigerator and sink shall be considered a kitchen. The term shall include a kitchenette, a wet bar, or a similar area equipped with the means to cook or prepare food. Now, again, pause. So if I went into my bathroom, which has a sink, so there's running water there, And I brought in a coffee pot and a microwave, maybe a hot plate, whatever. And I set up a little cooking station in there. By their definition, that's not a kitchen, but I could use it as a kitchen. So, this gentleman here, the city planner, said, I got rid of the language that included hot plates, microwaves, and such. I swear I did not know that that was coming up in the story. I had no idea. I got rid of the language that included hot plates, microwaves, and such in the first reading, he said. He explained that the new proposed definition for being considered are not intended to increase the present density requirements of a resident uh, or district by allowing the construction of an additional accessory dwelling unit. Uh, Mayor Williams asked the city attorney of Evanston how they should vote on the resolution now that changes have been made from the first reading. Uh, well, before regular meetings, he would prepare an amendment with the changes so that the council could vote on it and vote to amend the resolution on third and final reading. The council then approved the resolution on allowing more than one kitchen and a dwelling on the second reading. Oh, so I'm so glad they got through this. Maybe they can get on to some real issues now. A grant writer and community relations coordinator... This is, that's two jobs right there you can get rid of. Grant writer and community relations coordinator. Don't need either of those. But all right. Addressed the council on three items which would bring economic benefit to the community. Council approved that. And then there was an open container permit and some other things that were discussed as well. So there's Evanston, Wyoming discussing what is a kitchen. How it's defined and how many you're allowed to have in your house. As if it is any of their business. What if you have a small residence? I'm just going to say you have a small house, right? But you have a cellar. And you decide what a perfect place for an entertainment. You know, so upstairs, the living room, the kitchen, the dining room. And we'll say one bedroom. It's a small house, right? Then downstairs in the cellar, you're going to make a rec room. And the rec room's going to have its own kitchen so you can watch games or movies on TV and cook food right there and watch. Do you have to go to the city and get permission and approval and permits and yada, yada, yada for all of that? Or can you just go ahead and open up a damn kitchen in your house because it's your house and you want to open up a kitchen? Do we really need, and I don't think we do, to have constant meetings with our city council, third readings and so on, just to define what a kitchen is coming up on 8 30 we got local news coming your way right after local news update on your weather forecast then a nice long segment of open phones triple eight 97 woods you don't have to talk about what i'm talking about they can change the subject if you want some more suggestions for the social justice warrior episode oh we're writing this Matters to wake up
0: Wyoming with Glenn Woods. Call Glenn at 888-97-WOODS and make your voice heard. AM 1030 K2 Radio.
1: Evanston, Wyoming, is trying to define what is a kitchen and how many kitchens people can have in their home. And then they have to define what a kitchen is. And you're right. I mean, if I went into a, a cellar of my house and I put up a wet bar with some cooking stuff around it and so on, that would be considered technically a kitchen. And why can't I do that? And why do I have to get all sorts of permits to do that? I will deal more with that, but first off, Oh, Miss Mary's ready to go. Okay, hang on, Miss Mary. We're getting to it. <clears throat> so <laughs> just good. So, it was suggested. I read a story from uh, Cowboy State Daily. Great story. That it took a gentleman to go from Cheyenne to Casper 15 hours in an electric vehicle. And then the suggestion was made by one of our listeners. You should have social justice warrior with an electric car. And I thought, oh, that's right. He doesn't have a Batmobile, does he? He needs a social justice warrior mobile. And it has to be an electric car. Now, I like Miss Mary's suggestion. It's his mom's car. <laughs> and I'm going to throw in, she doesn't know that he's borrowing it. Now, the next suggestion here, and this is really great, J.W. and Guernsey. So, okay, there's a, this is J.W.'s suggestion. So there's a bad guy, and our social justice warrior has to go after him. But first his mom's electric car needs to be charged which literally takes all night. <laughs> <laughs> then he takes his mom's car without him uh, without her knowing it and he drives driving down the road but the thing as he's chasing the bad guy runs out of charge. <laughs> Uh, And then catches fire. (laughs) So this episode is going to be written. Now, for those people who don't know, what do you mean social justice warrior? It's a character that I created where uh, it's a superhero for the woke social justice crowd. Okay. So, the voice that you'll hear, I'm the announcer voice, and I'm the voice of Social Justice Warrior. And then I have other people, including listeners, help me out with various other voices. So, Miss Mary has it queued up. Go, Miss Mary. We now return you to another thrilling adventure of Social Justice Person, or whatever he's self-identifying as this week. Uh, Down in its hidden lair, which is the basement apartment of his parents' house, where he is now eight months behind on the rent, our hero thinks he might have just found a way to defeat the evils of white privilege and save the planet.
4: Eureka, I've done it finally you've been slaving over that paper for like an entire five minutes it was starting to look like you had a job or something alfred i have it here in my hands everything we need to save the planet from climate change white privilege and capitalism i see that i call it the new green deal cool um but but what's wrong well It's like you plagiarized all of the old liberal ideas and just gave them new names. Well, yeah, but isn't that what we always do? True. True. Okay, but maybe if you, like, wrote it on a computer, like typed it out rather than writing it in crayon. What's wrong with crayon? It won't take you seriously.
1: Do you know, it took me a long time to write that by hand. I could have just copied and pasted.
4: Maybe if you didn't directly quote Marx and Lenin. Too obvious? You know they're going to ask you how much it all costs. I plan to change the subject. So, um, same failed ideas, new name? Isn't that what we always do? Uh, good point. Do you ever think we might I don't know, come up with like <laughs> Like an original idea now and then. No, it was hard enough to come up with a new name. You want a new idea? Yeah.
1: Good point. Join us next week as Social Justice Man swings into action with the same playbook that lost Super Bowl three. Now, that's your social justice warrior for you. And, of course, he said social justice man because he had to go through the whole phase of well, what exactly is he. So he couldn't identify as anything. So he had to make himself social justice warrior. His costume, of course, rainbow tights. So <clears throat> there's your social justice warrior. Based on your suggestions, I will, over the weekend, write the next episode <laughs> of the electric vehicle that he steals from his mom And tries to use as basically the social justice warrior mobile. And, of course, it has to be an electric vehicle. And I want a scene in it. This has got to be in it. Where he stops to charge the vehicle before it catches fire. (laughs) And as he's charging the vehicle, he's trying not to look at the coal-fired power plant right behind him. Because, you see, it's the coal-fired power plant that is sending electricity to the charging station that's charging his zero-emissions vehicle. Then, while he's waiting another six hours for his electric vehicle to charge so he can continue chasing the bad guy who got away a long time ago, and he needs to get that car home before Mom finds out he took it. Love that idea, Miss Mary. (laughs) That's about when the vehicle catches fire. So, perfect social justice episode. And this is what I mean by you guys help a lot because this was listener suggestions that just put this episode together. I just got to write it and then get the voices together and all of that. And we'll go ahead and and do the episode here. Now, if you want to hear more of those, Miss Mary has been releasing all of this on the Wake Up Wyoming app, which is why I tell you the app has all sorts of fun stuff. And the app is free. Go to your app store, type Wake Up Wyoming, download it. It's free. The stories I talk about, weather, sports, that's all there. You can hear this show live off of the app. You can hear old episodes off of the app. So just hit On Demand and pick an episode. But also touch On Demand and look for Wyoming Altered States. Wyoming Altered States has episodes like you just heard and other funny bits that we play on the air. And a lot of these funny bits are actually from listeners' suggestions. You know, So either I come up with an idea or a listener does, and we start working on it. And then eventually I sit down and write it. And I voice it. I love doing different voices. I bring in either Miss Mary or listeners. And, you, well, you just heard one of the creations. That guy, the voice of the social justice warrior sidekick, actually lives in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. But he's the voice of... The sidekick for the social justice warrior. But there's many other episodes as well. So, again, go t- if you already have the Wake Up Wyoming app, you hit On Demand, and then you touch Wyoming Altered States. And you'll see Season 1, and every Wednesday, Miss Mary releases another episode for Season 2 until eventually we get all Season 2 filled up and I've been creating new material about once a week so we can just keep all of this kind of stuff going. Now that's on the app, if you think about one of these bits you want to play them for your friends, you can just go to the app, grab the bit, just go ahead and play it for your friends. All of that's available for free. All right, 845's the time. Wake Up Wyoming.
0: Hey, you're getting ready to talk. This is Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Be part of the show at 888-97-WOODS. 8.48
1: is the time it's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Off we go to talk to Frank Gambino. Uh, So, Frank, I've got a guy here you're going to be really impressed with. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, So, he is a hunter, and Mm -hmm. while hunting in Wyoming, he was bum-tackled by a grizzly.
2: And um, how how many falls? Two or three three falls
1: there? Uh, I don't know, but he survived it anyway. See, I'm thinking surviving is victory.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah, Especially okay. there was a contest in one national park. I can't remember what it is. It's, called, it's the bear is called 747. Yeah. And the bear is like was voted the fattest bear. Yep. 747 is the name of the bear.
1: Yeah. <laughs> More than once he was Now, okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh yeah. And he also won and he won this year and also won in 2020.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So now, okay, here's the thing. This guy survives a grizzly attack. And in about uh, a week or so later, he's returning and bags a big elk on a hunt. So uh-huh. in fear of the woods, he goes right back out into the Wyoming wilderness and goes hunting again.
2: I would say he it's better to be lucky than good.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. So let me see. Yellowstone National Park, 1982, is when he began hunting. He kind of lives in that area. And he just, as as far as he's concerned you know coming across bears and stuff like that out in the wild he sees them from time to time he managed to put the muzzle of his 300 winchester magnum rifle into the fur of the bear before firing a shot and dropping uh the thing but you know so he he i can say he won that fight
2: he shot the bear
1: yeah ooh so i'm i get and then I, you know, still, that'll shake you up, right? I mean, would you ever, would you even want to go out in the woods again after that?
2: No, not really, no. Yeah, I'll, I'll no. watch from the car. Thank you. Yeah,
1: that is fine. Thanks. Yeah, a very fast car with the engine running. Yeah. But no, he goes right back out there and lands some big moose right after that. So this is a guy who takes a look at uh, hunting in the wild. In fact, I wonder if another bear showed up to try to bum tackle him. Would he turn and say, hey, look, I already killed your buddy?
2: The bear is like, you know what? You killed my buddy. Now
1: I'm going to yeah. kill you. <laughs> yeah. And so it's on anyway. All right. Well, I got to give the guy credit for getting right back out there because I think anyone who likes to go hiking in the woods, at, especially in Wyoming, at some point has stopped and went way. I have a video up yesterday of a hiker. Who, he had a pistol with him, thankfully. He had to scare off a mountain lion with it. Oh, really? It was stalking him.
2: We're in, in 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 Wyoming. Well, it's not probably uh, that unusual. No, I think it
1: was Wyoming. It might have been Colorado. But anyway, he uh, but he shot at it, and just shooting at it scared it off. Anyway, but okay, Yeah. You know. all right, all go right.
2: sports. All righty, we'll talk about high school football first. And today, tonight, and tomorrow, all kinds of action around the state. In Casper, there's a couple of games, and the big one will have seven and O. Sheridan at six and one. The show at six p.m. That'll be an interesting game to the match with four A playoff implications. The other game in Casper tonight. We'll have Kelly Walsh at one and six hosting four and three Thunder Basin. Cheyenne East at six and one will be at Windless Cheyenne South. At Laramie at one and six will be at Rock Springs. In three A Douglas at five and one will take on Rollins. And two A Glenrock at one and five hosting Newcastle. Burns at three and three will be in Wheatland And one a six. Man Midwest on the road tonight at Matitse. The Oilers are three and three. And tomorrow Casey is at four uh, tomorrow, Casey at four and two will host Hewlett, and we'll have all those scores as they come in over the weekend on WildPreps.com, The Wyoming Cowboy football team has the week off. They'll host Utah State a week from tomorrow in Laramie at 7.45 p.m. In the NFL, the big game on Sunday will have the Buffalo Bills with former UW quarterback Josh Allen taking on Kansas City. Both teams are 4-1. The Denver Broncos at 2-3 and three will play on Monday night against the Los Angeles Chargers. In high school volleyball, the top-rated team in 4A Kelly Walsh remained unbeaten with a three-sets-to-none row win over number 3 Cody, 25-12, 25-23, and 25-19. Today, Natrona will be uh, hosting Laramie at 4 4 p.m. Tonight, Thunder Basin will host Cheyenne Central and Cheyenne East will be at Campbell County. In high school cross-country, the 4A West meet with Natrona, Kelly Wallace, and Laramie will be in Afton this afternoon. Cheyenne will host the 4A East regional cross-country meet at the North Cheyenne Community Park. The state cross-country uh, meet will be a week from tomorrow at Wyoming Indian High School in Ethity. The Major League Baseball playoffs will move along today. Now, yesterday in the Nash, in the American League, Houston beat Seattle 4-2, so the Astros lead that best-of-five series, two games to none. Yoder Jordan Alvarez with a two-run homer for Houston. Today in the American League, Cleveland will be at New York for Game 2 of their series with the Yankees leading one game to none. In the National League this afternoon, Atlanta will be at Philadelphia. That series is even a game apiece. And tonight, the LA Dodgers will be in San Diego with that series even at a game apiece. In Rodeo, the PRCA finalists for, for their awards were announced. Cheyenne Frontier Days is a finalist for the PRCA Large Outdoor Rodeo of the Year. The Powder River Rodeo Company from Hank and Lori Franz out of Riverton is one of five finalists for the Stock Contractor of the Year in the PRCA. And those awards will be handed out on November the 30th in Las Vegas, and that's it in sports.
1: Where is Etherdy? It's
2: right by uh, Riverton, give or
1: take. Oh, okay. All right, I'll have to look for that one. Now. There's still, as much as I drive around Wyoming, every so often I come across some community I did not know that was here. See,
2: oh, it, there, there's places I, I, I still have never been or never heard of. Where's the, Where's oh, this? Okay. Where is this Four Danger place at? Do you have a bar? Uh, yeah, I see. Do you have a restaurant? Yeah. Uh, do you have well, a rest I stop? Yeah, they
1: do. No. You're nothing uh, without a rest stop. No, there are. You've done this, Frank. You've driven by a place and think, well, nobody lives there anymore. Oh, there's a lot of <laughs> people living there. It they're just looks like nobody lives there.
2: They're in the bunker in the, nobody in the ground. Nobody should be living there, but they're living there.
1: <laughs> yes. All right, thank you, Frank. Coming up on some business we have to take care of. National news, local news as well. Weather forecast, open phones, nine o'clock hour. Wake up, wild. All right. 97 Woods, the phone number eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. You can talk about what I'm talking about. Change the subject. So, uh, Liz Cheney and decided to call out Donald Trump and say he needs to testify. So there's a subpoena out for the former president to testify in front of the January sixth committee. President Trump did release a letter, which he criticized the nature of the committee and the one-sided nature especially but he did not answer as to whether he's going to show up and testify in front of the committee or not we'll just have to wait to see if he does or not i look at it as i think he has absolutely nothing to gain by it and if i were him i just i just wouldn't bother i would find just some other something else to talk about and not testify but just because i think it's a total waste of time really for him to sit up in front of the committee now you might think differently that's fine if if you think he should testify all right eight ninety seven woods is the phone number uh, if if you think he should i'd love to hear your reasons as to why but i just don't think he should testify at all just because what a waste of time and it's a kangaroo court anyway so i really wouldn't bother with it much like if i were a lawyer and I had a client, and I would only put the client on the stand in the most extreme circumstances. I, I really wouldn't I, let a client sit up on the stand, unless absolutely necessary. A couple of other stories for you. One, the president has been roasted for saying inflation will get worse if the Republicans win the midterms. Right. Well, of course, he's got to say stuff like that, right? It's going to get worse if the Republicans, well, and if you look at it, if the Republicans win the midterms, what they would do is as much as they can to stop the Democrats from doing what they're doing right now, which is causing higher inflation. So if anything, I don't know if it would necessarily lower inflation because we would need a Republican president as well to sign some things into law, but at least they can stop things from getting worse, is my opinion. And I'm just going through some stories here. Another one I have for you. Anti-oil environmentalist Pour soup on Van Gogh painting worth millions. So, And I hate this because Van Gogh is one of my favorite of all times. I love Impressionists. It's his sunflower painting. Did, did they do it because it was an oil painting? A pair of climate protesters hurled tomato soup at a Vincent Van Gogh painting. London's National Gallery on Friday. There's a video of them doing it. Laid a series of attempts to vandalize famous artworks to speak out against oil. So, of course, that's going to work, right? If you do stuff like this, then you're going to convince people to join your cause, right? Is that how that works? London's Metropolitan Police said the officers arrested two people, suspicious of criminal damage and trespass and so on. They were supporters of the activist Just Stop Oil, which engages in publicity stunts to draw attention to climate change. So again, see, here's the main point of this. They doing this, they might draw attention to in doing this, are doing more harm to their cause than good. So let them keep doing stuff like this, because I'm all for doing harm to their cause. But it, it's not convincing anyone to side with them or even feel empathy toward them. It just angers people. Video shows a pair dropping an outer layer of clothing revealing just-top-boiled T-shirts. The painting is enclosed in glass. And aside from a minor damage to the frame, the artwork itself is unharmed. Thankfully, they put glass on it, partly, not just because of light, but partly for stuff like this. Quote, human creativity and brilliance is shown in this gallery, yet our heritage is being destroyed by government's failure to act on climate and the cost of living crisis just stop oil said in the statement after this whole thing went vile and when you take a look at and i'm just gonna go flat out and just i'm sorry I, I hate i hate talking like this but i'll just flat out say it when you take a look at these two young people they are late teens maybe and they just look their expression on their face their attitude they just look like the kinds of people that you would just want to just smack around for their own good. I mean, they're just annoying looking. I have no sympathy for them and no desire to, jo- to join their cause. In fact, it, may, it makes me want to do the opposite of what they want. That's why I say this, this doesn't work. So let them keep doing it. Quote, what use is art when we face the collapse of civilized society? The art establishment, artists, and art-loving public need to step up to civil resistance if they want to live in a world where humans are around to appreciate it. Yeah. That, so again, thankfully, they put a nice uh, frame around this with glass. The glass, in part, is there to protect it from light. Just a uh, light damage over time can, as you know. Uh, well, if you take a look at our Declaration of Independence and our Constitution, it's mostly faded. You can barely read it anymore. The original. And the real reason for that is just because it was put in a frame. One of the copies was put in originals, original copies, was put in a frame and set up uh, near a window where it could be well-lighted so people could see it. Uh, And that caused the sun over time just to fade it to the point that it's not even recognizable or barely recognizable anymore. You can almost not read it. So that's why when you take a look at something like a Van Gogh painting, they have a glass on it. That's a kind of glass that would prevent UV light and other harmful light from getting to it. So you can still look at it, but it's not being so damaged and fading over time. And also the glass is put there. So if a bunch of environmental twits show up with cans of soup like they did and splash the painting to try to make some point, it's protected from them. So, all right. I again, now you, I hope everybody hears about what they did, because even people who would normally support them, I think, that would normally support them are going to look at something like this and go, you know, just never mind. Now, I got to ask you guys who not everybody joined me at six o'clock this morning. I've been asking everybody every hour all morning long. Did you know that there was I'm sorry, this was really distracting. NJ Cat and Mills. It's just a random comment. What are you talking about? Nj, I get texts from people over the app using the Wake Up Wyoming app. And this one actually distracted me, which is hard to do. NJ Cat and Mills. Buffalo farts rock. What? <laughs> That's what she just texted me off the Wake Up Wyoming app. Okay. If you say so. Was that a climate change thing? That's all right. Okay, so... Any of you out there know that there was a Wyoming gubernatorial debate last night? Anybody? No? no I, I didn't know until I got to work. And I'm pretty plugged in. Our newsman in Cheyenne. I'm in Cheyenne today. Our man in Cheyenne, Doug. He's very tuned in because he's a news guy. He's really tuned in. Hey, Doug, when he showed up this morning. Did you know that there was a gubernatorial debate last night, uh, Governor Mark Gordon against the other candidates from the other parties. And he said, no. When did that happen? Well, last night. It was Governor Mark Gordon. And the other candidates were the Democrat for Wyoming governor and the Libertarian for Wyoming governor. Now, real quick, can you name the Democrat running for Wyoming governor? I didn't. Most of you can't. Can you name the libertarian running for Wyoming governor? Yeah, uh, no, uh, none of you can. None of you can. Did you know there was a libertarian party in the state of Wyoming? A lot of you didn't know. Some of you knew, a lot of you didn't know. So they have this debate last night on Wyoming public television. And the vast majority of Wyomingites didn't even know that it happened it doesn't matter that it did. I've, I've watched part of it. I'm going to watch the rest of it just because it's amusing. But the other two candidates, uh, I'm sorry, I hate to do this, but they're just not even good on stage. So it was not even worth it. But Mark Gordon was good enough to show up to the debate. Harriet Hegeman had a debate against the other candidates from other parties. She didn't show up for that debate. It, she's, she's going to win it, so it doesn't really matter. But that happened last night. Now, if you want to see the debate and learn more about it, You can go to the Wake Up Wyoming website. I wrote up a story about it along with the video so you can actually watch the debate. It's under an hour, and not much really happened. 916. It's Wake Up Wyoming.
0: Face the day at 888-97-WOODS. Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods, live on AM1030 K2 Radio.
1: Here's the time. It's time to wake up, Wyoming. My name is Uncle Wood. Thanks for joining me. All right, there was, well, there have been some other debates between different candidates, and including this one that I did mention. Uh, the governor did show up to the gubernatorial debate that happened last night, that really the vast majority of Wyoming had no idea even happened. But at the same time, Harriet Hegeman did not show up for this debate because there are candidates that are also running for the U.S. House of Representatives. And they include a woman with the Constitution Party. There's a Democrat running, and it was one other. I wonder if that's the Libertarian. I'm not sure. I'll look. Well, it's in the story here. Say, <clears throat> some of the things that were said there were just silly. Now, I do. I have met uh, the Constitution Party candidate, and she's actually. Marissa Joy Selvig, a very nice lady who I think you would like, and I think a lo- you would like a lot of her opinions. But she starts the race so far back in the pack as an unknown. She ended up joining the Constitution Party because she knew she wasn't going to win with the Republican Party, the nomination. But still, she's so far back in the pack that this is where she winds up on this form. So this is supposed to be a candidate's form. Three of the candidates for the Wyoming House of Representatives show up. And Harriet Hegeman doesn't bother to show up for the debate. Again, she doesn't have to. She's already in. Did you know that debate even happened? Of course not. Now, this this opening line to me, oh, my God. I Look, as a professional talker, and I have been since I was a kid, and since I write, I, I pay a lot of attention between writing and speaking to the words we use. But I'm not going to be some grammar Nazi. I know we're not all perfect we all make our mistakes but can we at least pay attention to the words we use a little bit better you know it's like when you say hot water heater the hot water heater in your house why are you heating your hot water yeah doesn't it heat your cold water i'm just asking we think a little closer about what we say so we make more sense so this woman uh, the democrat representative lynette and grable says life is about people Life is about people. Okay, let's go ask a mouse if life is about people. Yeah, let, let's go ask we'll, we'll ask a turkey buzzard if life is about people. If you walked up to a grizzly bear somewhere out in Wyoming and asked it is life about people, he would probably say yes, they're delicious. Anyway, uh she's one of those who attended the candidate forum. Oh, and also policy she says. The theme that reoccurred for nearly a two-hour forum sponsored by the Park County Democrats last week. She says, I don't want to divide, Mercer Selvig says, Constitution Party candidate. And all of these candidates agree that they're tired of all of the screaming and yelling and fighting, which I would agree with there. One of the things I've been really fortunate to find is that we're not so far apart Democrat House District 28 candidate Kim Barlett said, we really aren't. There are some hot-button issues that divide us. Well, I think part of the problem here, though, is as much as I agree that as Americans, I find I can pretty much talk to anybody about anything, really. But I have to be reasonable, and I have to be talking to a reasonable person, even if they completely disagree with me. But there are some people, though, who love the fight. your are Ocasio-Cortez types. They live for the fight. And that's where. And, and here's all I ever ask as more of your libertarian in this whole discussion that we have about issues. If you want to be a liberal, even you've heard me say this before, probably even a socialist, uh, if you want to be a communist in America, you go right ahead and do that if that's what you want to do. But you're not allowed to drag anybody else into it. You can't force anybody else to live that lifestyle and you're going to have to pay for it yourself. So get your communist friends together, start a commune, okay? And anybody who wants to join, joins of their own free will, and you can't force anybody else to join or pay for it. And the same thing goes for the conservatives or anybody else out there. Whatever you want to do, go live that lifestyle in America, but you can't force anybody else to join or pay. You're going to have to do that yourself. Then you can go ahead and believe whatever you want in America, right? Speaking at the forum, uh, Graybull from Fort Washakie, Selvig from Riverton, Barlett from Thermopolis, Libertarian House District 50 candidate uh, Carrie sat- Satterwhite, uh, and Superintendent of Public Instruction candidate was there as well. So they all sat there in that forum and they had this discussion. Uh, and it was uh, some of the discussion i think was interesting some of it i think was just not even worth your time the point is there are some of these candidate forums which do happen to very small audiences in the state of wyoming not a whole lot of people show up for them and unfortunately i think that's the case because a lot of the candidates in the ca- in this case are not even known some of the people that i mentioned here again the libertarian candidate the Constitution Party. How often do you actually hear from the Constitution Party? They're out there. They run candidates, but they have no idea how to do this, which is why, since you're not getting a whole lot of traction, then you don't even hear about these candidate forums, and most people never attend. A good example of this is a few years ago. I was here in Cheyenne, where I am right now today, and they have this wonderful farmers market in cheyenne every saturday and so i would go to the farmers market and i came across every saturday i would pick up fresh fruits and vegetables and so on and i came across a table for the libertarian party that one guy had set up the table i'm sorry to say looked kind of pathetic he didn't have much on it and when i asked him about the party's facebook page or other social media or website they never really used the Facebook page and someone forgot the password to the website at the time that I was talking to this guy. How do you get the word out in a in a world filled with social media today? How do people even know that you're out there? There are people across not just Wyoming, but the country who would love to have alternatives to the two major parties. They would love to have an alternative to the major parties. But in order to have those alternatives, you actually have to have some parties who understand how to run a campaign and how to talk to the people. And I'm sorry, but it's just a fact of the way it is. People today are on social media. That's primarily how you get the word out. you got to get good at it. And when this gentleman said, yeah, we're just not very good at that, well, then I guess you're not serious, are you? All right, we're coming up on some local news. Right after local news, we're going to get into a weather forecast. Another segment of the program, which includes open phones, 888-97-WOODS. That's 888-97-WOODS. It's Wake Up Wyoming.
0: is on the air. Sorry, but we had a budget. Join the conversation at 97 Woods. This is K two Radio.
1: Nine thirty six. The time. Wake up, Wyoming. All right. Open phones. Triple eight ninety seven Woods. The phone number. Say eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. You don't have to talk about what I'm talking about. You can change the subject. So the president just said off. Oh, Republicans win the House and Senate. Inflation will go higher. Well, it's actually going higher under him. Because of everything he's doing about inflation, it's causing inflation. We've gone through that before. There's a, We know how this really works, what to do to cause inflation and what to do to stop it. And he's doing everything as well as the Democrats to cause it. And he wants to do more of it. And he even touted his Inflation Reduction Act, which increases inflation when you take a look at how it operates. Well, Cowboy State Daily, Wyoming inflation rate higher than the national average. Inflation is... This is really bothersome because for the longest time, we in Wyoming have had a very low cost of living compared to the rest of the nation. One of the reasons for living in the state of Wyoming is it's so affordable. And I've said that to people where... uh, They might look at what we get paid in Wyoming and think, you don't get paid a whole lot in that state, do you, compared to other states? Yeah, but it's so easy to live here that we end up keeping more of what we earned. And those people who make much more in bigger states don't get to keep as much. So who ends up with more money at the end of the year? We do. But this is starting to eat away at that. The story says the fire, as it happens, is burning even hotter in Wyoming than other places like Montana. According to a Thursday report, Federal Bureau of Labor statistics shows 9.6% rise in consumer price index through September. That compares to a national increase of 8.2%. That's quite a bit higher. Even though gas prices have eased a bit, consumer prices uh, less than fuel have risen 6.6%. That's much uh, more than expected in a 40-year high. The report means that the Federal Reserve is expected to substantially raise interest rates, which will bump up your credit card rates as well. Amy Bittner is a principal economist of the Wyoming Economics Analysis Division, which prepares a twice-annual cost-of-living index. Her next report for Wyoming... Do in a couple of weeks. And we'll include some of the most recent CPI numbers, they told Cowboy State Daily. Quote, we actually collect data in cities and towns in Wyoming. Ours is done the second and fourth quarters. And we reflect how conditions in the second quarter of 2022 compared to the prior year. So, inflation is one of those things that everybody's experiencing. She says, I think consumers, Wyoming customers, When they're going to the store, they can already see what's happening. They can already see the higher prices. And the story goes on. Oh, there's a silver lining. While the report overall is disappointing, there is one aspect, the story says, that could be considered a silver lining for other people. Social security benefits are expected to rise 8.7% to try to keep up with something like that. Now, so are those, oh, oh, on average, it's estimated monthly checks will raise $140 for, let's like, say, Medicare premium and stuff like that, Social Security. So I look at this and I think, uh, no, I don't fault anyone who's uh, living off Social Security for, going, oh, thank God, we're going to get a little bit of relief here. But that would not have had to have happened if we didn't have inflation surging like this. And once again, the reason for inflation, well, you can directly look at the policies of this administration to see One of the things you don't do, by the way, is print a bunch of money and pump it into the economy, which causes a whole lot of inflation. Another thing you don't do is put a a squeeze on the energy sector, which this administration has done. Because when you squeeze out the energy sector and try to put a stop to coal, gas, and oil production, and pipelines, and things like that, part of there's a lot that happens bad, but part of it, of course, is going to be inflation. The so-called Inflation Reduction Act that the president touts, as you know, has nothing to do with reducing inflation. It really doesn't. It's it, When you read what's in the bill, it, they're trying to sneak their Green New Deal through. It has to do with climate change initiatives. But when you take a look at what's in this so-called Inflation Reduction Act, it's a whole lot of spending on things that will... Uh, choke out energy and choke out distribution all to save the planet which of co- and of course pumping extra money just pumping it into the economy which again causes more inflation and there's more than i can name too but you get the idea So what the president says that, well, the Republicans, they get in charge, it'll cause more inflation. If the Republicans can get the House and Senate and just put the brakes on this for a time, just stop the Democrats from doing what they're doing just for a while, then that will at least, at the very least, stop inflation from getting any worse. So if anything, we need need people in office who actually understand how economics works. Which I have to say, to be really honest about it, there's many Republicans in Congress who have no idea how, the, how economics works. They've spent their lives in Washington, D.C., just like the Democrats. And when it comes to an economic model, they have no idea. One final note on this. You know, your government was never supposed to be running the economy. For the beginning of this country's history, the government had nothing to do with the economy. They never touched it. Now you see what happens when they do. 9.42 is the time. Wake up, Wyoming.
0: Talks to you, not at you. Be part of the show at 888-97-WOODS. This is Wake Up Wyoming on K2 Radio.
1: 9.48 is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. Off we go to talk to Frank Campino about sports. Hey, uh, Frank, I thought I'd just leave you with your amusing story. That's just going to make you kind of... Chuckle the rest of the week whenever you're bored. Okay.
2: Okay, and there'll be plenty of that, so I'm ready.
1: Yeah, okay. So uh, criminals at times leave stupid things behind at crime scenes. One guy left his driver's license.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, he wanted him to. How's he going to get into the bar without his driver's license?
1: Uh, you, yeah, yeah. People have left all sorts of dumb things. Here's a guy who left a finger. Oh. Well, he must not have needed all ten. Well, and, and I wonder, was he trying to leave? Was it his middle finger? Was yeah. he leaving a message?
2: Well, if he has his fingerprints, especially with the one uh-huh. finger, so what? Well, we might just keep the finger. No, because then you can't so. match it to me because I don't have a finger. You know hey. that, that wasn't mine.
1: No, it can't be mine. I don't have a print that looks like that. No, yeah, no, no. A yeah. severed finger left behind at a scene of attempted home invasion, North Carolina, left investigators to find out who the guy is, because of course he has priors. Burlington officers responded to a report of an attempted home invasion. And uh, a resident who had started a vehicle in the driveway encountered an arm of a man who tried to force his way into the house. Okay, we get into the house part of the story, and say, please say that there, there's a struggle, there's a gun involved. The gun went off, gravy, grazing the resident's chest before the the resident was able to shut the door on this guy's hand so hard. It, it severed, severed his, finger, a, yeah. his finger. So, this guy goes running off, of course. Crime scene investigators find the finger. Well, there's a print. Now, what are the odds that this guy has done this kind of stuff before? This is Not his first rodeo, right?
2: Yeah. You know, and the, and the police would say, you know, put out a, you know, like a, one of those public service announcements hey yeah. we have fingers if yeah, you've lost your it. finger we have it do come on lose... by and grab it we'll, yeah. we gotta, we got to we got to reattach this thing pretty soon
1: right. anyone lose this anybody yeah. anybody one thing i love what cops will do every so often that they want to pick up a whole bunch of criminals they will then they know that the criminals live around you know in the area uh, they'll go ahead and even sometimes know where they live but you know you got to go pick all these guys up. You got to be when they're there when they're home, stuff like that, right? So what they do is they call these people and let them know, hey, you want a great prize. Yeah, like TVs,
2: and then and then they come sure. to a hotel room, ballroom,
1: yeah, and then boom, they're done. There's cops all over the place. Yeah, that's one way to round up a whole bunch of these guys because in most cases, Frank, criminals are not the smartest people on the block. So anyway, I just want to know. The next question is, which finger did he lose?
2: I'll bet you he lost his, maybe he lost his thumb or his index I finger.
1: I would like to. And how much of it? Ooh. And for the rest of his life, he's going to think about invading someone's home. He's well, going to have a reminder.
2: Well, yeah, he will he can tell all his J.O. pals about, and they'll be like, where's well, your finger?
1: Yeah. Let's go <laughs> I with lost it in the door. You know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. You go go sports, yeah Sports. Yeah, sports. All right. High school football statewide today, tonight, and tomorrow. in Casper, there are two games. A big one is at seven zero Sheridan at six and one. The at six p.m. That's an interesting game to the Max with four A playoff seeding implications. The other games in Casper, uh, other game. Kelly Walsh at one and six and four A play hosting four and three Thunder Basin. Cheyenne East at six and one. They'll be at winless Cheyenne South. Laramie at one and six will be at Rock Springs. In three A, Douglas at five and one meeting Rollins. In two A, Glenrock at one and five hosting Newcastle Burns at three and three. They'll be at Wheatland. In one A, six man Midwest on the road tonight at Matizzi. The Oilers are three and three. Tomorrow KC is four uh, tomorrow KC at four and two will host Hewlett. We'll have all those scores as, as soon as they come in on YOPreps.com. The Wyoming Cowboy football team has this week off. They will host Utah State a week from tomorrow in Laramie at 7 45 p.m in the NFL a big game on Sunday the Buffalo Bills with former UW quarterback Josh Allen taking on Kansas City. Both teams are four and one. The Denver Broncos two and three they'll play the Los Angeles Chargers on Monday night. In high school volleyball the top rated team in four A Kelly Walsh remained unbeaten with a three sets tonight road win over number 3 Cody 25-12, 25-23 and twenty-five nineteen. Today Laramie will be at the Toronto 4th. Thunder Basin will host Cheyenne Central and Cheyenne East will be at Campbell County. High school cross country the 4A West meet with the Toronto Kelly Walsh and Laramie will be in afternoon this afternoon. Uh, Cheyenne will host the 4A East race and that will be at the North Cheyenne Community Park. The state cross country meet will be at Wyoming Indian High School a week from um, tomorrow in EtherD. And in the Major League Baseball playoffs, the first in the American League, Houston beat Seattle 4-2 so the Astros lead that series two games to none. Also in the American League today, Cleveland will be in New York for Game 2 of that series with the Yankees leading one game to none. In the National League this afternoon, Atlanta will be at Philadelphia, and that series is even at a game apiece. Tonight, the L.A. Dodgers will be in San Diego at that series, even at one game apiece. In rodeo, the Cheyenne Frontier Days is the finalist for the PRCA Large Outdoor Rodeo of the Year. The Powder River Rodeo Company, of Hank and Lori Franz out of Riverton, is one of five finalists for the Stock Contractor of the Year. And those PRCA awards will be handed out on the on November thirtieth. That will be in Las Vegas, and that's in sports.
1: They don't need to win an award for rodeo of the year; they are the rodeo.
2: Well, there's five finalists, so there's large outdoor, uh-huh. large indoor, yeah, medium uh-huh. outdoor, small outdoor, yeah. So I they mean, are- so, so uh, uh, you know, on the, on, the, on the big scale, you know, yeah. it's Cheyenne. Houston, I mean these uh-huh. these mega rodeos. Sure, why not? Who started it all? What, rodeos?
1: Yes. Wasn't I mean, it, uh, it was it was Cheyenne, Wyoming. Yeah, that's the daddy of them all. They call it. Yes. So that we need awards for that? No. You yeah. got to give awards. It makes people feel good. This is the king of rodeos here, Frank. I know. It makes yeah. people feel good. Okay. All right. Promotional okay. material. Have a great weekend. You too. Right. Coming up <laughs> on some local business we have to take care of. We're going to roll into news time after that. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Great weekend, too. Glad I got that out. Wake up, Wyoming. birthday.